Hello Marlins fans and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. And if you are new to the Small Pod, here we like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day all season long. And Marlins fans, it is so great to be back to, to do this podcast and, and get all your feedback because now we have baseball. It has been close to 100 days. It has been way too long. We had the lockout and now we are back. The Big Fish Small Pod is back. We'll be back four days out of the week. We are so happy to do this again, to start this back up and bring you some Marlins news, Marlins coverage, and of course, 10 minutes or less. This is big. This is really big. Today was um, players reporting to Jupiter, to Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. And one of the big, big quotes out of the day we got from Fitzgerald's own Isaac Gazoo reporting on Bruce Sherman. We will be trading players. We have money. We will sign players. That is, I hope something there happens. I hope so. See that. We will be trading players. We have money and we will sign players. I hope when they mean we will sign players, they mean maybe big time players. Um, players that will maybe cost a little more, but in return, you do get a great player, somewhere that could produce, produce for the team. Um, they are in talks with Jorge Soler. That's someone I'm not really that keen on getting for the Marlins. Um, he did have a good postseason with the Braves, is a World Series champion with their incredible run. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Braves coming up. But his season, he hit 223 last year. He had an OPS of 882. Um, he really excelled when he got traded from Kansas City. He increased every number. Um, before that, he was batting left 200. And then after getting traded to Atlanta, he was close to 270. So that's someone that could be good. But it just really depends on his defense. And where do you put him? Do you put him in left? You put him in DH. What about Avi Garcia, Jesus Sanchez? Um, but the Marlins, I think, really need more relief pitching. Um, and he also said we will be trading players. I wonder if that's a big hint and and wave at Brian Reynolds, someone that the Marlins would should go after almost immediately. Someone like Brian Reynolds would improve the team. Um, tenfold will make them almost a playoff team, especially with playoffs expanding. Um, and we have money. I think, you know, when you look at we will be trading players, we will sign players. I think obviously one of those is going to happen, maybe the two, but we have money. I don't know. We, we see how the Marlins are. Um, their payroll is always at the bottom half, if not the bottom of the league. And to say we have money and then maybe hopefully they make another signing a big signing um just not have you know avi garcia and resigning sandy Alcantara are the biggest um deals to happen for miami but um they did make some signings uh, one signing is well someone we know very well roman quinn center fielder from the phillies signed a minor league deal with the marlins not so long ago um He's someone who's had somewhat success with the Phillies. Um, a total career hitter of 228, OPF of 661. Um, 
he's very fast. Um, stole 39 bases in his career, only caught stealing eight times. Um, it's just really difficult to look at someone like that, Roman Quinn, especially in a, in a minor league deal, what he could produce. I think um, Fish Stripes said it best. Um, Eli Sussman, when he showed like, near Sierra and Roman Quinn side by side and what they've done over the past couple years, um, it looks like you know Roman Quinn is just Magnier Sierra with a little more. Um, strength and a little more pop because Quinn does have eight home runs while the Sierra has zero, but it's not really a big thing. Um, he'll probably compete for a bench spot, and even if that, um, that's nothing really to look at for Miami. Nothing you're gonna jump off the page there. Um, but I think they do have they did sign another player, Wianis Asuvil, excuse me, from the Twins. I think this is a bigger signing, maybe not much bigger, maybe you know, from like a two. This is probably like a three and a half. But a decent signing nonetheless. He plays multiple positions with the catcher, third base, first base. He played with the Twins, was a fan favorite. People loved him up there in Minnesota. Um, last year, he had he had 236 OPS, a 634, um, seven home runs, 21 RBIs. Decent player. Um, I think he's going to compete for a backup catcher spot. From Miami, I think you'll probably get it. I think that's a guy that you need to have who'll bring energy, um, fun um, to Miami. Players are going to love him in the clubhouse. Fans are going to love him. I think even the front office, the coaches, everyone's going to love this guy. I think he's going to bring the right attitude to the right clubhouse. Um, and someone who, who knows who's not going to be, you know, the everyday catcher. He's not going to get um, 500 play appearances, um, catch almost every single game. He knows the stats. are going to his spots, you know, pick and choose where to put him. But I think it's a good player to have. He also has um, experience in other positions, which will also help Miami. The last topic, one of the last topics I want to talk about is um, the Braves. And you might be saying, why are you talking about the Braves? Um, this is a Marlins podcast. Well, the Braves did make a big trade today, trading um, for Matt Olson of the uh, Oakland Athletics to be their first baseman which is almost signaling that Freddie Freeman will be gone from Atlanta, looking like probably to the Dodgers. But that's a really big trade, in my opinion, because Freddie Freeman has been dominant against Miami since he's got to the Braves. And bringing in Matt Olson, who, you look at his stats, had a really great year, um, hit just under 300, had close to 40 home runs, over 100 and, 105 or more RBIs. Um, five years younger, which I think is the big point to why Atlanta wanted to make that trade. He's five years younger than Freddie Freeman, so and he also has two years of club control. So the Braves got that. He's going to be under 30 when if he potentially leaves the team or once he resigns. Um, great batting average. Um, I think it's going to harm um, the Marlins, and I think with this trade, the Marlins need to be focused on making a signing to counteract this because this is those type of trades that will impact the Marlins. And every team in this division is making trades. The Nets just signed Nelson Cruz, probably hit another 30, 40 home runs. The Phillies are signing pitcher after pitcher. They just signed Brad Hand. The Mets, uh, I don't even know what to say about the Mets. The Mets are signing almost every player on the market, trading for whoever they feel like it. Um, Steve Cohen is going crazy um, over there. Um, you know, Serzer, DeGrom, Starling Marte, Marcana, just to name a few. Um, obviously not with the Braves, but Miami can't just in, you know counteract those player those type of deals with 
Astralio and Roman Quinn, they need to make a big deal. They can't just have, you know, Abby Garcia as our main deal. No, they have to do something. They have to do for a trade. They have to get someone like Brian Reynolds. They have to show that they're not going to be a placemat. And if the division is not going to be a doorstep, they're not going to be a free win for anyone who wants to come to Miami, come down here to Lone Depot Park. Um, I think it's time to put up a shut-up for Miami. They need to make a deal. They need to make a signing. Bruce Sherman says we have money. Bruce Sherman says we'll sign players. Bruce Sherman says we'll trade for players. I think it's time to do something. You have to make a trade. You have to sign someone. You have to make a big splash in the big market. It's great to be back. And as always, go fish.